Ezekiel 34, 11 through 24. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep that have been scattered, so will I seek out my sheep, and I will rescue them from all places where they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land. And I will feed them on the mountains of Israel by the ravines and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them with good pasture and on the mountain heights of Israel shall be their grazing land. There they shall lie down in good grazing land and on rich pasture they shall feed on the mountains of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord God. I will seek the lost, and I will bring back the strayed, and I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak, and the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them in justice. As for you, my flock, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I judge between sheep and sheep, between rams and male goats. Is it not enough for you to feed on the good pasture that you must tread down with your feet the rest of your pasture and to drink of clear water that you must muddy the rest of the water with your feet? And must my sheep eat what you have trodden with your feet and drink what you have muddied with your feet? Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, Behold, I, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep because you push with side and shoulder and thrust at all the weak with your horns mm. till you have scattered them abroad, I will rescue my flock. They shall no longer be a prey, and I will judge between sheep and sheep. And I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them. Mm. He shall feed them and be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God. And my servant David shall be prince among them. I am the Lord. I have spoken. It's the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, if you're wondering who that um, deep, gravelly, manly voice is, <laughs> we don't have a new staff member. We don't have a new guest. It's very young Jerry Brooks. This is Jerry. Dude, that, what, what a voice. Um, I love it. It's a great podcast just, voice. Just you a, should, a little sickness yeah, goes a long way. <laughs> it, it sure does. Um, but don't worry. We are far across the table from each other, so all's well. That's true. Jerry, what an amazing passage. Um, I like just this language of, you know, the Lord is going to take matters into his own hand and mm -hmm. he's going to go get his sheep and then he's going to, he's going to set up a new shepherd who will shepherd the flock forever. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting though. He, it's a dead king. <laughs> yeah. It's my servant, David. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, hopefully being the good Bible detectives that we are, um, that, that, you know, pulls us towards, okay, well, who's he talking about? You know, who is this David figure um, that is being prophesied here, uh, which, you know, we can hit on that later. So, Jerry, what are your thoughts? Ezekiel 34, middle of the chapter. What, what are your initial thoughts this morning? I mean, I think that, like, as we were reading, you know, you were, like, saying amen. And, like, mm. I think that that should be, like, our first response totally. to this. Um just to see, I mean, see God speak so clearly about himself 
yes in relationship yes. to his people like yes. i just noticed that a few times he's like behold i i myself like he said that a few times and so that that stood out to me another thing that one of the first times i read ezekiel i was like struck by this and so i always think about it is so right before this you know he's he's condemning the like quote unquote shepherds of israel mm-hmm. and you know these these leaders that were supposed to like feed the lord's sheep absolutely and and then at one point in time i had read with a group of people had been reading through john and we got to john 10 which is the passage where jesus says that i am the good shepherd mm-hmm. and that's also the passage where he says the thief comes to steal kill and destroy mm-hmm. and in that context too he was also talking to the pharisees and so that just kind of opened up my eyes a little bit to see like just how much God hates like bad leadership over his people. Gosh. Not just like absolutely. we can't like make enough money to do this or we can't do this, but I mean like people who are abusing the people of God for gain. Mm. And like they're actually like stealing, killing and destroying mm-hmm. sheep. I mean Satan's at work through that, but it's like very much an attack against like these leaders that are here, mm-hmm. <laughs> like real people. And God doesn't have kind words to say. Yeah, um, but we do see great hope in this section where he's like promising restoration, which is awesome. Yeah, you know, last night I was watching an interview with Noah Gunderson, who is like one of my favorite songwriters, musicians. Yeah, he's same. Um, he's amazing and super, super talented. He's one of those guys who I'm like, oh, dude, if you would just be a Christian and like write songs <laughs> unto God, like it'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. But he he. And one of the reasons I think about that often is because he uses a lot of biblical imagery, mm-hmm. but like sadly it's usually ironic or it's always ironic mm-hmm. and like sort of satirical and jabby. Um, and he's one of those guys who grew up in a really religious home mm-hmm. in the Pacific Northwest and, um, you know, like grew up in the Christian metal scene and, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, which that'll make you deconstruct really fast. Um, just kidding. No hate for the Christian metal guys, but respect, respect, only respect. But, you know, he was talking in this interview, um, about sort of his, his journey away. And he was talking about how he earlier in his like non-religious life, he had this heated crusade, like from the time he was 18 around then, like he, he had this crusade against like religion. And now, he, uh, he was saying that he basically, it's softened and he feels like grace towards people mm-hmm. in religion. But basically he was just talking about how the wickedness of like institutionalized religion. And that's something that you will hear very often um, is the reason people walk away from God is they basically just see all the holes mm-hmm. in the church and they mm-hmm. see all the areas of toxicity and hurt and unhealth and these are the sorts of passages that i really hope like in this coming age of the church in the west especially that we elevate Hmm. is because we've made and i say we it's like the proverbial whoever we Mm -hmm. have made christianity so much more about church services and church involvement and things which are a pivotal important thing obviously mm-hmm. foundational mm-hmm. but it's become so much more about that than actually about the heart of god in a lot of contexts that we have people who 
have completely abandoned the heart of God because mm-hmm. of this. And, you know, what great comfort. And, you know, I think we all have people like this in our lives, and at least I hope we do. And these are the passages that we need to be armed with. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, verse 15, I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. I'll make them lie down and rest, declares the Lord God. I will seek the lost. I'll bring back the strayed. I'll bind up the injured. I'll strengthen the weak. Mm-hmm. And the fat and the strong I will destroy. And then this is just an amazing, amazing line. I will feed them in justice. I mean, that is like, that's intense and awesome and right. It, it's, it's right. So good. It, yeah. it is right. And, you know, it's like if these are the things that we're armed with, you know, like, we should just be praying for a generation of people who are, you know, it's, it's good to pull things apart and analyze things and to think deeply about things. Mm-hmm. But if we just deconstruct and retreat, then, you know, as a society, we're just not, and as a culture, we're not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. But if we are reformers, and I don't mean that in the like 15, 17 cents, but if we, if we see areas of brokenness and then hold it up against the light of God's justice and glory and who God has revealed himself to be in passages like Ezekiel 34, Mm -hmm. then um, not only will the church, you know, not only will less people walk away, but the mission of the church will grow Mm -hmm. and grow. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's such a great reminder in this passage that if we are, if we are centered on the heart of God, if God's justice and character the North Star, and if we're gathered under this good shepherd mm-hmm. who's going to come, then, man, like, what a great promise mm-hmm. and what a great end to strive towards. Yeah, it's it's such a good word. And, like, like the shepherding of God can't be disconnected from his justice. Mm. And, and so that means, like, hell can't be separated from the shepherding of God and the goodness yeah. of God. Yeah. I heard Dane Ortland in an interview actually also recently was talking about like how hell is not like a problem. Mm. Like actually the, a, a lack of hell would be a problem because that means yeah. that God doesn't care. Dude. And like, it's kind of like backwards thinking, but like to the deconstructing type uh, experience that someone might be having, like actually to lean more into this like justice of God in these totally. bad situations is where the greatest hope lies. Mm. And to like not talk about that, to get rid of that, to get rid of that God, to mm-hmm. abandon that God is like your greatest hopelessness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I hope if anyone is experiencing like that kind of like distance from God, that they would rekindle their imagination for his justice. That's a great and, phrase. Yeah. Rekindle your imagination for God's justice. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's, I mean, he kind of does speak in imaginative ways. I will feed them injustice. Come on. And I love that you brought up Luther and like the Reformation a little bit because when we get back into that, like I don't know if anyone's seen the the old Luther movie. Have you ever seen it? <laughs> um, I remember like walking through the room when my dad was watching it when I was like six. So <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's actually kind of a, an amazing movie. I'm sure there's like you know embellishments and stuff like that. Yeah, but you see his like just great anguish over like what the the quote unquote Catholic Church was doing at the time. Mm-hmm. And how they were just abusing people. Yeah. And like, that's kind of like what he's talking about is like, hey, you're supposed to be this like thing that's feeding my sheep and you're oh, like man. abusing my sheep. Yeah. And so we forget that aspect of the Reformation, I think. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And, and we've talked about this on ODR a decent amount, I feel like, over the past couple of years. Um, 
but you know, while we're on the theme of like deconstructy angsty songwriters, um, <laughs> I I swear I listen to wholesome music too. <laughs> but uh, Father John Misty is like another one, totally in that realm. And he has this song called "When the God of Love Returns Will Have Hell to Pay," hmm. and it's basically this big satire of like uh, it's this like very straw man argument against yeah. the Christian faith of mm-hmm. like. We believe in a God of love who's going to like come back and, you know, burn the earth and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which is obviously like, it, it's, it's a very like dumbed down and mm-hmm. irreverent uh, and unfair mm-hmm. take on theology. But regardless, you know, he, he's in one of these figures where there's, there's this deep anger at the church over like hurt and injustice and whatever, which I would say part of that is actually a reflection of the image of God. Mm-hmm. Um, anger at institutional yeah. injustice. If you're actually a naturalist Darwinist, then mm-hmm. who cares? It's, mm-hmm. you know, the survival of the fittest. Th- right. That person leveraged their power to hurt other people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what good animals do. Right. Um, so it's actually an image, it's a resonant with the image of God. Mm-hmm. But then, on the flip side of the coin, there's this anger at this idea of like, there's a God of justice. And I think Ezekiel 34, um, just to close out and not to belabor the point, but to echo what you're saying and to close out, this idea that there is a good shepherd who's going to come gather his sheep. And, you know, notice it's not the good sheep and the the pure mm-hmm. sheep, but it's the lost, the injured, mm-hmm. the weak. Um especially in a culture like Ezekiel's where sacrificial law was central. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the injured sheep and the stray sheep weren't the ones that, you know, got the blue ribbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the fat and strong ones, but that those are actually the ones that the good shepherd will seek out. And who is this, who is this wrath, mm-hmm. this payment of wrath upon it's on the, unjust and the wicked Mm -hmm. and so we can take great comfort in that and actually Mm -hmm. rebuild our trust in god and our love for him when we see uh what his heart is truly after and it's Mm -hmm. his glory um shining in the hearts of of unworthy people Mm -hmm. um, who've been gathered together by his good shepherd Mm -hmm. so a great word from ezekiel 34 and tomorrow we're going to finish up this little stint in the book of ezekiel so for the gravel-throated Jeremy Brooks. This is Will Carlisle. We hope to see you tomorrow on our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.